Ian Trottier here from San Marcos at Reawaken Tour. This is like stop number 10 at least now, right? 10 or 11. <laughs> it's, grow- it's growing and it's continuing and more sites. And I think South Carolina, Myrtle Beach was just recently added. Uh, I have the wonderful and very elegant Dr. Shannon Croner with me. Uh, did I pronounce your name right? Yes. Good. Okay, that's a good <laughs> smile. <laughs> Shannon, we haven't seen each other since Dallas. San Antonio. Oh, San Antonio. Right. Um, and that was with Bianca. We were with Bianca, Bianca Garza. Okay. Was that was that who we were with? I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> Latinos for Trump. She was uh, there. She was there. Yes. Okay. Shannon, uh, you're a California-based um, doctor, uh, and you have roots historically with your family in California. Uh, bring listeners. Is this the first time you joined the show? On your show? I think it's the first time. Yes, we've, you know, this I've a, known you for a while, many years. Many years? Yeah, we met at Ampfest in no, we did 2020. Not. We did? Yes. No, who cares? I've never been on your show before, so this is a first. We met at Ampfest? Yes. I did not know that, so that actually paved the way for me to meet uh, the woman that I mentioned to. Bianca. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to mention your name on, on the recording, but uh, anyway, so that, at that Amfest, <laughs> yes, is where Zach Zach Voorhees and I connected. Yeah, I remember him. Um, and I didn't realize we I go met back. him there as well. You met him there as well. Yes. Okay, so um, but this is the first time you've joined Discuss the Truth, and uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, so my name is Dr. Shannon Croner. I'm the executive director of Freedom of Religion United Solutions, also known as For Us. And have I, you worked with Jexit at all? I mean, I know them. You haven't worked with them yet, or we haven't worked together, but I know Michelle. You do know Michelle, okay? Yeah. She just joined my show last week oh, for really? the second time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she's actually Michelle's actually uh, good friends with a cousin, my one of my cousins. Okay. So that's how I got to meet Michelle. In Florida. Yes. But, um, yeah, they're doing great work. But, so, my organization, uh, I started in 2019, so pre-COVID, because in California we have the strictest vaccine mandate laws in the nation. In 2015, we lost our personal belief in religious exemption for children to opt out of vaccinations in order to go to school. And then in 2019, we lost our medical exemptions for children to opt out of, to go to school. And so when we when that happened in 2019, I started my organization um, for us, and I started to build a faith coalition. So I work with back then it was you know a handful. I was making like cold calling pastors and stuff, and seeing what their opinion is on vaccine mandates. And so I started off with, you know, one pastor here and another pastor there. And today we In California? Have, throughout the country. The country, okay. Yeah. And then now we have 57 faith leaders. And I work with people of all faiths. And, you know, we've, over the last year, because of COVID, we've been able to help thousands of people keep their job with our religious exemption. We have a really great religious exemption that was written by our legal team. And it's on our website and it's free. And we are a nonprofit, so I just say that if someone wants to download our religious exemption, they can donate if they can. And, um, and that's what I've been doing. Uh, thank you for your service. The relig- religious exemption, is, does it stand legally in the state of California? So not for children, but for people to keep their jobs and for college students. 
Um, our religious exemption is a little bit different. Like I said, it was written by our legal team. And we've also added a section to our religious exemption that has um, uh, an area for a notary. So we ask that people, you know, download the exemption, fill it out, and then go and get it notarized. And once they get it notarized, you know, a notary is someone who uh, is a signature of the state. They represent yeah. the state. And they the judicial it, system, right? They give I mean, it a stamp of approval. So it's really hard for an employer to, you know, deny that exemption if it's been notarized. So uh, that's why our, our exemption works and it's for every, we have exemptions for first responders, school teachers, healthcare workers, college students, and pretty much anybody. Um, and they're really easy, easily, they're really easy to get on our website, which is forunitedsolutions.org, F-O-R, unitedsolutions.org. Okay. Um, talk about some of the successes that you've had uh, with, with people that have gone to your site, downloaded, and applied them. Oh my God. Well... We've had lots of successes. Uh, we, we really have helped actually like thousands of people keep their job, especially in the last year. Uh, so many college students be able to stay in college really? yeah. without having to get the COVID vaccine. Um, and then we also have you know a, a vaccine exemption for little kids that don't want to get whatever, any childhood vaccine in the states that still allow religious exemptions. California is not one of those, and there's California, New York, Connecticut, Mississippi, West Virginia, and Maine that do not allow religious exemptions for children, but all the rest of the states, you can still use one of our exemptions for children, and not just for COVID, but for like, whatever, if they want to get out of getting the MMR vaccine. So, um, that's, you know, really, uh, we've had so much success. And then actually I started working with the military recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we put together, our organization put together a letter and launched it in October 2021 because I, I knew that our military was at risk for being kicked out if they had not gotten the, uh, our service, service members were being kicked out if they were not getting the COVID vaccine. And so... Um, we put together a letter and ended up getting close to 12,000 people to sign it. And in December, I went to DC. I met with 17 members of Congress. I brought with me a Navy commander and a gunnery sergeant. And we were able to sit down with people like Rand Paul and Jim Jordan and uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and uh, Ronnie Jackson. and sit down and really kind of have this like heart to heart about like look this is what's happening we're decimating our military right now because of all these really great healthy men and women who are going to be kicked out and okay so when uh, we met with congressman daryl isa in dc he was really a champion for what we were doing and protecting the um religious rights of our military and so ever since we met with him he's been you know really outspoken uh, in protecting uh, our service members and trying to find ways to help keep them employed with our military if they're not vaccinated and um, one of the things that my organization's working on now is there's several bills in California that are all COVID related, but two of them specifically that I'm really concerned about. One of them is SB 866, 
and that actually lowers the age of consent to 12 for children who can go and get vaccinated for any vaccine without a parent's permission, yeah. without okay. a parent's consent. So children are going to be 12 years old, and up if that bill were to pass, any child that's 12 and older can go into a CVS pharmacy or Rite Aid or go into their doctor and get vaccinated for whatever vaccine they wanted, whether it's COVID or HPV or hepatitis B or anything, um, without a parent's knowledge. And then there's another bill, SB 871, which actually mandates the COVID-19 vaccine for all children in California um, grades preschool through 12 in order for them to go to school if a child and without the option of a religious exemption or a personal belief exemption so if that bill were to pass then any child who doesn't get the vaccine for covid would not be allowed to attend public or private school insanity yeah so right now actually our our website uh, for unitedsolutions.org there is a pop-up right when you go to the website so that if you are a faith leader, if you are uh, a rig- religious leader, such as a pastor or a priest or rabbi or chaplain, um, we're trying to gain support from the religious angle to stop this bill. So we're asking any faith leaders to sign this letter that we have. It's addressed to the California legislature. Who's behind this bill? That's- Senator Pan. It's always Senator Pan. It's Senator Pan. Um, P-A-N. P-A-N, Senator Richard Pan, he was the one behind SB 277 in 2015, which took away our personal belief in religious exemptions. He was behind SB 276 in 2009, which took away our, uh, 2019, which took away our medical exemptions. And now he's behind this new bill, SB 871, um, to mandate the COVID-19 vaccine. And where does he, where does he live? He's up in the Sacramento area. Interesting. And, and is, is is there anyone behind him that supports him? Who do you think is... is well, is this... I think that he has ties to the CCP. But... Okay. Okay. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I mean, I just... That's what my... I can't prove that. Your intuition? It's just based on... Is, he, is he Asian? He is. He's Chinese? Yeah. Is he born in China or the U.S.? You don't know that? No, but I mean, I hear that. That's what I hear from people. It just, you don't think it matters? Of course it matters. Everything okay, matters. Okay. Yeah. Everything matters in this whole thing. <laughs> but, you know. Was I he just, born in China? I believe so. I, maybe. I think so. <laughs> so he's a, he's, he's a political plant, possibly. I believe so. Because all of his, I mean, his, his bills are always, like, super overreaching. And they're just tyrannical bills. I mean, he's involved... In every, he wants to get every single person, kid and adult, every person in California vaccinated for everything. He wants everybody in California to be vaccinated. Yeah, not just COVID vaccine, but like susceptible to every single vaccine mandation mandates on vaccines. He is like the most pro mandate person that exists, like more so than Bill Gates. I mean, he's yeah. Everything he wants, every vaccine mandated. It's scary. I'm glad this is his last term. <laughs> so, where do you go to college? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. I don't really. You don't know, know a lot of history about him. No, but I just know he's a bad guy. He's not nice. He's like 
bad intentions. So, Does he know I about think, you? Yes, I've met him before. Okay. You told him how you feel? Yes, and he hates me. <laughs> Good. Good. So, yeah, I actually I called him out once. Uh, he was doing um, a press conference at UCLA. And I was there, and I, you know, started asking him some questions. First, I was really polite, asking him questions, and he turned his back and walked away. He wouldn't answer a single question. And so I, you know, kind of walked behind him, asking him more yeah. questions, and he just, he wouldn't respond. And my questions were not crazy questions. What they were, were they? like, well, you know, they, this was back in 2019 when... He uh, mandated, he got rid of our medical exceptions, okay? So we need to think about what that means. So if a child has a medical issue, such as, let's say they have a seizure disorder, right? Or let's say a child had, has autism or some kind of neurological disorder or Tourette's syndrome, which many children do, they would still be mandated to get all the childhood vaccines that he was mandating yeah. without the option of a medical exemption. Yeah. So Or religious exemption. Or religious exemption. But SB 276 was specifically getting rid of the medical exemption. So, you know, some of my questions were why is it that a child or, you know, teenager could have actually have hepatitis B and go to school? But a child who doesn't get the hepatitis B vaccine would not be allowed to go to school. I think that's a very reasonable question. He wouldn't answer that. Then I said, this bill causes... He wouldn't answer that. He would not answer that. And I, then I said, you know, this bill causes segregation. Segregation of children. Those, you know, being kicked out of school. And I said, you know, what's your opinion about segregation? Because clearly you think it's okay for children who are not vaccinated, even if it's for one vaccine, to be put into school with other kids, you know? Um, and then I mentioned also, like, how, how does he plan to prevent... These are Whether a child is vaccinated or not vaccinated, they're going to still be playing on the same play yard. They're going to be still playing in the same baseball teams. Why is that okay? That's okay, but then in school, in classrooms, that's not okay. So these are all very reasonable, not crazy conspiracy questions which he would not answer so it is what it is he doesn't like you for that because you're persistent in I'm very an persistent and you know I've, uh, I've I've helped a lot of people he also there's another bill that's right now in California that he also has his name on that's mandating all employers make sure that all employees show proof of, vac of COVID vaccination so that's a bill in California where every single person who's employed is going to be expected to show proof of COVID vaccination. So for any job. For any job. It doesn't matter if you work at a bakery or you're a fireman or you're the trash guy. It doesn't yeah. matter. You're going to have to show proof of vaccination if you're employed. I mean, it's tyrannical. It's crazy, actually. So... <laughs> um. Did you ever see yourself doing the things that you're doing right now, Shannon? If, if we go back 10 years? Well, I mean, that's a great question. We can go back 20 years, actually. Um, 
So my doctorate is in, my master's degree is in special education, my doctorate's in psychology. I've been working with kids with special needs since the early 2000s. Um, and I've met more children that are vaccine injured than anybody should have ever met or known. I've, I've, I have been around so many, hundreds, if not thousands, of kids who are have been vaccine injured. And so, you know, I started learning about vaccine injury in my early 20s. Um, I wrote a dissertation, my doctoral dissertation, I uh, wrote that in 2013. It's all about vaccine choice. And, uh, you know, in 2015, we lost that, we lost the religious choice to opt out of vaccines. So I've really been doing this my entire adult life. So, I mean. Were you working with Del Bigtree back then? Isn't I mean, he, he and I have never actually, like, we're, we don't work together, but we know each other. We're friendly. So we're friends. We've, he's been on different panels that I've hosted. Um, when we first met at CPAC in 2020, Dell was on my panel there. Ampfest. Oh, Ampfest, not CPAC. Ampfest. It's okay, catch it. It's okay. It's good. That's why I'm doing. It. That's why I do what I do. Because I'm sharp. That's what you do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've never spoken at CPAC. That'd be pretty cool, but I haven't. Maybe we can make that happen. Let's do it. So you and Dell, anyway. Uh, who are some of the? Who, what I'm getting at is this now. Uh, from from my angle, I, I was looking at the Zika virus in 2016 in Miami. Yeah. And from there, I'm starting to look at some of these other people like uh, Ten Penning. Yes. So she's a friend of mine. All these people are friends of mine. I've like I've been in this fight since the beginning. Yeah. So I know Sherry Ten Penny. I know Dr. Judy Mikevitz and. Del Bigtree and Andy Wakefield and Bobby Kennedy. Yeah, that, that's my crew. <laughs> those, are, those are your people. Those are, those, are, those are your people, Shannon. What for listeners in your in your view? Yeah. What is what is really happening here? How are why why and how, Shannon? Why and how are we seeing a basic meshing and a attempted control of? The political arena through the medical field. Why is that happening? It's all money. It's all based on money. It's all funding and money, big pharma, and who gets the most money and sell our product. Think about it, right? If you so if you vaccinate everyone and they have some kind of an injury or it could be even a cancer so much so many of the ingredients in the vaccines are carcinogenic uh neurotoxic so even if you don't see a reaction right away look the america right now we're like super unhealthy so many people who have tics seizure disorders ad where did i i don't know where i left off at you're saying you're saying anyone who doesn't have an injection, you okay, were talking so I was about just the. saying that, you know, we start off on day one of life being injected. The Our, country's sick. The CDC recommends the, the hepatitis B vaccine for babies on day one, right? Hepatitis B is a sexually transmitted disease, or you can get it from sharing needles with drugs. I don't know a single one-year-old, one-day-old baby that that's is... That's doing either of those. That's doing... Yeah, exactly. But 
the CDC requires and recommends that children on day one get hepatitis B vaccine. Then, you know, at their monthly, the next visit, they get a series of other. They get the DTAP vaccine and a couple others, the Hib vaccine. Then, a couple months later, they get another round of injections. A couple months later, they get another round of injections. By one years old, then they need to get, like, the MMR shot and the chickenpox shot. So, we're constantly injecting toxins into a baby that doesn't even have hasn't even built their immune system yeah sure so what we're doing is we are creating people who will ultimately then need medications so it's this vicious cycle yeah. of dependency dependency of medicines and doctors and the need for pharma the need for pharmaceuticals it's uh you know it's the perfect money making scale so Shannon, let's insert this. Let me ask. Let me ask the question. How how does this? You mentioned you mentioned Bill Gates, right? So and you you're saying this, the Senator Pan uh, is is even more uh, adamant about everybody being injected. Even Bill Gates. I mean, hasn't he said that everybody on the planet needs to be injected with this? Right. So how, in your view, right? How, in your view, uh, does 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 technology as we know it today? How how does that? And I don't. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about the pharmaceutical um, health. Uh, you receive this injection, and it's going to help you uh, because it's a technically a vaccine. But we and we know that this COVID-19 is not. It's not even a vaccine. It's an inoculation. But if we take if we take uh, people like Bill Gates, right? That that is such a such a superhero to humanity, and he's donated all of his money to. You know, healthcare because he because he cares about cares about all of us, Shannon. He cares about our health, which is total BS, right? <laughs> but he cares about it, it's his money, right? Right. He cares about his bank account and he cares about his control. He cares and so, about depopulation. What, 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 <laughs> Shannon, what do you mean by that? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Well, I mean, isn't that the ultimate goal of all these like know. evildoers? Is oh that my goodness. Okay. Depopulating. You them. went there. You, you better run with that. You better run with well, that. Well, I mean, it makes the most sense. I, there's actually clips of useless these feeders. Right. There's useless there's consumers. Actually, like clips. I mean, look at the Gates Foundation. There's a video I've watched. Video of Melinda Gates going into like they're they're always doing humanitarian work in Africa, right? Sure. Supposedly, yeah. right, right. Air quotes. Humanitarian work, air quotes. So they're going into Africa and they... The um, crypto, Microsoft cryptocurrency patent. Are you going with that? No. No, oh, okay. I'm just... Yeah. They have found, you know, they've injected their vaccines into the population. To these innocent to women, African... To women, to children, but, you know, to women where they have found that, like, people, scientists, doctors have found that there is, you know, an ingredient in some of like the polio vaccines and stuff that are given to these women to cause them to not be fertile anymore. So it's a, it's it's obvious that one of the goals is depopulation. The planet is, according to them, the planet is too crowded, and we're lo- losing. You know, there's not enough food to feed the planet I don't I don't know I mean I don't know I just know that I just know that it's 
whatever it is that they're doing is. But there is a depopulation agenda. I believe so. I believe so. I mean, look at look at what we did with COVID, right? I mean, how many people were put into a hospital and then so mistreated and then died unnecessarily? There are so many people who unnecessarily died. Look, I'm not one of those people that doesn't believe COVID exists. I think COVID does exist. I think it's a bioweapon. I myself had COVID in October and it was terrible. Um, Very different from a cold, very different from a flu. And, uh, you know, so I know that it exists, but there are treatment protocols that work and are healthier than sticking someone in a hospital and killing them. So, I don't know what else to say about Intubating that. them. Yeah. I mean, most. I think that most of the people who died from COVID, it's more because of medical error than actually COVID. So, yeah. so where do we go from here, Shannon? Uh, you've, you've been working hard now. Well, I mean, you've, since you're before your dissertation... <laughs> and right, so you've been you've been at I've this been, for I've been at this for a long time, like over twenty years. So, and you, you and, and you obviously have a heart for uh, for these for the children. Yes, and certainly those with special needs. Definitely. Um, where where do you go from here? Because because California is a trend-setting state, right? So. Because of the power that the state has economically and through agriculture, through science, through whatever it is, the media, everything, the whole the state, uh, that sets a trend for the rest of the country. Um, people like yourself are incredibly important to the survival of freedoms and yes. liberties that the founders of the country developed. Right. We're... Where does your work take you here? Where, where does well, where do I mean, you go from I, what I'm trying to do is build a faith army, so to speak. Um, we have, like I said, we have like 57 faith leaders now. I would love that to be, you know, 100 faith leaders or 500 faith leaders. Um, I think the only way that we're going to win this war on, you know, what's what's happening, this erosion, the eroding of our constitutional rights. I mean, there's a war upon us. There's a war to take God out of everything. There's a war to take our constitutional First Amendment rights away and a bunch of other amendments as well. But I think that, you know, like what I'm doing is I really need more faith leaders to unite and understand what's happening and be a part of our coalition. And Is there a certain faith that seems to gravitate to the work that you're doing? Yeah, definitely. I would say that, um, so of our faith coalition, I definitely have a lot more Christian pastors than any of the other faiths. We have several rabbis, like a handful of rabbis. Um, I think that one of the things is that uh, the, I think the aborted fetal DNA in vaccines is what is a is a really big issue for a lot of Christian for a lot of Christians, um, and those who really know the truth about that, it's not just in you know the Johnson and Johnson COVID vaccine. It's not 
just in the live virus vaccines, but you know, um, human aborted fetuses are used to test all vaccines. And so I think that's a big, that's a big deal for a lot of people. Um, you know, there are different faiths that choose not to vaccinate for different reasons. Uh, the ingredients that are in vaccines are disgusting. There's bovine cow serum, there's pig parts, monkey kidney cells, uh, chicken embryo. Um, what type of vaccines are these? These are all the childhood vaccines. Wow. People don't know. People don't do the research. People need to do the research. That's my biggest... If, if uh, there's one thing I can say that people can take away from this is that do the research. Like, people have to do their own research before they just listen to a doctor, listen to the media, so before they inject themselves with something and think it's, you know, nothing. It's not just water that's going into them. So there's... There's preservatives, there's aluminum, there's formaldehyde. Aluminum is a neurotoxin. Formaldehyde is a carcinogen. So. so you'll continue forth with the vaccine rights. and you. My goal is to protect the religious freedom of vaccine choice. So to protect the religious exemption so that people have a choice. Yeah. Because a lot of these mandates are coming, they still will continue. Whatever the next pandemic that sweeps our Bio world, yep. you know, uh, there'll be more vaccines. There's so many vaccines in the pipeline right now. Um, they're talking about an AIDS vaccine, you know. Uh, everybody needs to be aware of what's going on. Again, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Shannon Croner. And uh, Shannon, uh, how can listeners get in touch with you, follow your work? So they can go to forunitedsolutions.org. That's F-O-R, unitedsolutions.org. Um, right when you go on there, there's a pop-up there for our uh, letter that opposes SB 871. And then um, I have a link on there where you can sign up for our newsletter. I send out a newsletter every, like, once a week or once every couple weeks. And just keep people up to date on what's going on. New, le- new legislation, new... Whatever it is, you know, if there's uh, places I'm going to be speaking, things like that. So, Awesome. Uh, thank you for joining the program. Yeah, every time I ask you to join the program, you always say you don't have time. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> no, it's not true. It's not true. But I'm glad I finally did. So, thank you.